Hi, Rav Judy here with Masechet Avot, Perek Bet, Mishnah Dalid. Uh, Huhaya Omer. He used to say, he being Rabbi Gamliel, the son of Rabbi, Rabbi Yudah Nasi, who was mentioned in the last Mishnah, he used to say, It's a very interesting phrase. He says, make his will, meaning Hashem's will, into your will, so that Hashem will make your will into his will. What does this mean? So the Bartonura says that this means in terms of spending. If you spend on religious matters and on Jewish priorities and communal priorities the same way you would spend on yourself, that's what we're talking about. Others say it means to align your interests with Hashem, that if what you want is the same thing as Hashem wants. You want good. You want the development of community. You want great values. When you make the things that you want really what Hashem wants is what you want, then Hashem will make what you want what Hashem wants. Now, again, if you've totally gotten there, they're one and the same. But there's often a discrepancy. A person has a little bit of personal interest, but your priorities, because you're a partner to Hashem, become Hashem's priorities. A an astounding example of this is that Hashem in Parsha Vayera says, Can I hide from Avram what I'm going to do to stone? There's an easy answer there, which is, uh, yes, you can, you're Hashem. You can hide from Avram anything you want to hide from Avram. But Hashem's point is, he goes on and says, Avram's going to be a great nation, and he's working with me, that they are partners. And if they're partners, then Hashem says, I will reveal to Avram, because Avram may have an interest here in protecting his nephew Lot, in the people of Stone, whatever it might be. If you're working together, if Hashem's interests are your interests, Hashem looks out then for your interests, even if they're not 100% exactly aligned also. Now, there's another side to this. If you uh, nullify your will before Hashem's will, meaning I want something but it's wrong, and so I'm going to uh, do the right thing, I'm going to let Hashem's will trump my will, then Hashem will protect you from the will of others who have it out to get you. He's going to wipe out their will and keep them from being able to hurt you. Now, it's interesting, right in the middle of Mishnah, we move from one speaker to another. That has more to do with the way Mishnah are divided, which is not universally accepted. But Hillel Omer, Hillel says, don't separate from yourself from the community, meaning that you have your own life, but you are a part, ultimately, of the community. And so, if a person uh, should separate themselves, then we say that one who separates themselves from the community doesn't see, doesn't get merit to see the liberation of the community or the salvation of the community. good example of this is Esther. Esther says that she can't go to the king. It's impossible. You know, she'd be risking herself. It's too much. And Mordechai says, don't think for a moment that you and your father's house are going to be saved and the Jewish people will suffer. In the end, the Jews will survive. The question is not, will the Jews make it? The question is, Esther, will you be a part of the people when they do? So we say, I'll take first minute Sibor, stick with the community, stay with the Jewish people, and in the long run, we will make it and you'll be a part of us. Don't believe in yourself to the day you die. That's not a vote in favor of low self-confidence. It means don't trust that you are impervious to temptation. Everybody is subject to temptation. So don't overly trust yourself. Oh, I can handle it. And many Rishonim bring the example of the Gemara and Brachot and Chavtet that talks about Yochanan Kohen Gadol. Yochanan Kohen Gadol was high priest for 80 years and then he became a heretic. At the very end of his life, he became a tzaduki. Don't judge someone else until you've walked a mile in their shoes, uh, literally until you've gotten to their place, until you've been in that position and you say, oh, I wouldn't fall to that. If you see somebody doing something wrong, they may be trying really hard. You haven't been in that position. You can't judge them. Don't say something, and there's a machlok at Rishon. It means literally they can't be heard because in the end it'll be heard, meaning either A, don't say something that's private, that shouldn't be heard, 
because it'll get out. Even if you're just saying it in the four walls of your house, it'll get out. Or alternatively, don't say things that people won't understand, figuring, eh, they'll figure it out. No, they may deeply misunderstand you. Try to be clear in what it is that you're communicating. And finally, when I get free, I will learn, because you might not get free. And so if you take the approach of, I'll learn when I have a chance, you won't end up learning. Life will take over, things will get busy. Rather, you should learn and make time to learn because if you if you make learning priority number 38, even though it's priority, even number five, it just won't happen if the other things in your life get big. Rather, make a real time and say, this is when I'm going to study, this is when I'm going to do these things because if I make the time, they will happen.